A super agent and a favorite of women, as charming as it is dangerous, the cult franchise protagonist, James Bond, needs no special introduction. To date, two dozen films about the legendary agent 007 have been released, each of which is surrounded by gorgeous women, cars, and of course, expensive watches. In these films, they can not only show the time, but also defeat the enemy. As we wait for the much-awaited world premiere of the latest 007 movie, No Time to Die, I'm going to be showcasing 007's wristwear over the years. So without further ado, let's take a look at what kind of gadgets this agent has on his wrist. James Bond and the Rolex brand's close friendship begin in the original novel by Ian Fleming. The saga author indicated that the agent wears the most status Rolex watch for its time on a wide metal bracelet. Thus, the crew did not question what watch James Bond would wear in the movie Dr. No. However, it was not without a comical incident. When the shooting had already started, it turned out that Rolex hadn't had time to send the watch, so the actor Sean Connery appears in the frame wearing director Terence Young's Rolexes. The Rolex Submariner with a black bezel remains on James Bond's wrist in the next series, From Russia With Love. Q has not yet managed to endow the agent's clock with incredible functionality, so they mostly fulfilled their intended purpose. They show the time. However, with a slight movement of the hand, they turn into a stranglehold, although there are doubts about the convenience of its use. The faithful Rolex Submariner is still in the service of 007. He shows them in all their glory, pushing the sleeve of an expensive suit. However, the practical leather strap has been released by a natto fabric strap. By the way, on the wrist of the Pussy Galore, we also see Rolex, the Aviation Classic Rolex GMT Master Reference 6542. In addition to the already famous Rolex Submariner, James Bond wears another watch, the Breitling Top Time, in this episode. This is no longer just an accessory, but quite a spy tool. According to the film's plot, they are equipped with a Geiger counter. With their help, the agent determines the level of radiation to establish the location of atomic bombs. By the way, in 2013, this watch was sold by Christie's for 160,000 US dollars. There is still no exact answer to what kind of watch Agent 007 is wearing in the movie, You Only Live Twice. However, most of the opinions favor the golden classic Gruen from the personal collection of actor Sean Connery. For your reference, it was a historic watch house that closed in 1977 to restart production only in the 21st century. Australian George Lezenby played James Bond only once, but he managed to try on three Rolex Mariner models in this role. At first, it was reference 5513 with a steel oyster steel bracelet, and then reference 6358 appears in the hacking scene, and at the end we see his hero reference on the wrist 6238. Good choice, Agent. In this Bond series, there are many spectacular moments that James had no time to demonstrate the watch. They appear in the film only once in a casino scene, so it is almost impossible to determine the exact model. However, most experts believe that these were the same gold Gruen that belonged to actor Sean Connery, and in which he accordingly starred. In the Live and Let Die series, first scenes, the electronic Hamilton Pulsar replaced solid Swiss classics on the agent's wrist. No hands, a simple black dial, and red numbers. It was perfect for that time. 
Even half a century later, this model remains the gestalt of many collectors. And even then, the Hamilton Pulsar made a real splash. To say that it was a good PR move for the nascent quartz industry is to say the least. Closer to the middle of the film, the familiar Rolex appears in the frame, but with special features. Thanks to the Q add-ons, the watch can emit a magnetic field and help Bond get out of traps or deflect flying bullets. They can also open the zipper on the girl's dress. It's just magnetism, baby. The magnificent Roger Moore and the magnificent Rolex Mariner are on the screen again. This time, they are not equipped with any technological gadgets. However, it was a stylish statement. At the end of the 70s, the world was booming with quartz watches, and the film franchise was not lagging behind the times. On the agent's wrist are rectangular Seiko 0674 LC, with the help of which he exchanges messages with fellow super spies. Cunning Seiko can also print them instantly, thus fulfilling the printer option. The second watch Bond uses, still a Rolex GMT Master. They do not have any spy functions, so the hero wears them, apparently, just for the soul. In Moonraker, a real explosive mechanism is built into the square case of Seiko's electronic watch. Sorry for the spoiler, but it is with their help in the finale that James Bond knocks down the door of the spaceship and carries out his super spy mission. In this film, you not only see one, but two whole pairs of Seiko watches. The H357 are equipped with a dual digital display and, as before, combine the functions of a pager and a walkie-talkie, receiving text and voice messages from the super agent's accomplices. The gadget has a built-in voice radio transmitter, just like a modern smartwatch. Even without spyware, this model was considered incredibly functional at the time. Still, after the Q improvements, they received the option by tracking using a red dot on the screen. By capturing the GPS signal of a radio beacon hidden in the jewelry egg, the watch showed the movement of both eggs and enemies of humanity. Also, this watch was broadcast to Bond from miniature cameras. Sean Connery really said never, promising not to return as Bond after this episode. It's a shame because the hero didn't wear any remarkable watches in the film either. Roger Moore, appearing as a British super spy for the last time, showed the world as many as four pairs of wonderful watches. They were mostly different Seiko models, quartz chronograph and divers models. But here's the curious thing, Rolex returned. We see them on Bond's hand at the moment when he found his divers killed. Saying goodbye to Japanese brand Seiko, Timothy Dalton's James Bond appears on screen in Diving Tag Hewer Professional Night Dive reference 980031 a luminescent dial that contrasts remarkably with the overall dark range of the model. It's time to say goodbye to the iconic Rolex. In this series, the Submariner franchises will make their last appearance. Farewell, legend. From now on, Omega will take your place. There are two whole debuts in this episode. Firstly, the role of James Bond is played by Irishman Pierce Brosnan, with his piercing eyes and characteristic demeanor. Secondly, the franchise signs a partnership with Omega. The agent will wear this watch from now on. In this series, Bond's watches are the diving Omega Seamaster Professional 300 meter, reference 2541-80. Lindy Hemming, costume designer for GoldenEye, says, I was convinced that Bond, a naval officer, scuba diver, and elegant gentleman, would be best served with a Seamaster with a blue dial. As is often the case, the watch was improved by the Q Laboratory. It had a glass-rimmed laser and a built-in detonator. 
Bond confronts a power-hungry media mogul. The Seamaster wristwatch helps him win. Thanks to Q, it can detonate a hand grenade from a distance. As the saying goes, don't break what works well. This is probably why Pierce Brosnan as Bond wears the same Omega Seamaster as in the saga's previous episode. However, the functionality of the watch has expanded. It can now emit bright light and is equipped with a hook for quick grip. The same Omega Seamaster is on the arena. Its technically equipped predecessor was a sophisticated watch from the GoldenEye. This model received a built-in laser and detonator. In 2006, the restart of the series begins. We have a new Bond and a new actor who plays him. The famous, for a serious expression, Daniel Craig. You know, former SAS types with easy smiles and expensive watches. Rolex. Amiga. Beautiful. Two Seamaster models marked this event at once. The first were the Seamaster Planet Ocean, which Bond wore in the opening shots. For the remainder of the film, he was in a robotic Seamaster with a coaxial escapement. The diving watch Omega Seamaster Planet Ocean just flashed on the screen. It is a pity, because given the scenes with super agents diving into the sea's depths, it was possible to give them a little more screen time. At the same time, they did demonstrate the remarkable water resistance of the model. James Bond relies on the Planet Ocean 600 meter with a titanium case and the elegant Aquaterra with coaxial movements and a stunning blue dial between his thoughts of death and spectacular scenes of battles with enemies. By the way, the first of the two models were sold at an auction in honor of the 50th anniversary of the film franchise for $235,856 US dollars. In this film, Bond wears two models of watches. The first is the Omega Seamaster 300 with a round tip of the second hand and a black and gray nato strap. Research Center Q has kindly added the ability to explode. The second watch is also an Omega, but the Aquaterra 150 meter is a watch with a blue-black dial that recalls Bond's years in the Navy. In the 25th year of Omega and James Bond, 007 is on a mission to rescue a kidnapped scientist, but the task became far more dangerous than expected. Tackling a mysterious new villain, James Bond is armed with the Seamaster Diver 300 meter 007 edition, built from tough and lightweight titanium for the most action-packed situations. But what gadgetry will be found within the case, only time will tell. The newest James Bond installment has a current release date of April 2nd, 2021. James Bond has worn the finest suits, driven the fastest cars, and most notably for horology enthusiasts, he's strapped on some of the most impressive wristwatches ever developed. It's nothing but entertaining to see how Bond's tastes have changed over the years, and I can't wait to see how they'll evolve in the future. Let me know down in the comments below what your favorite Bond has been throughout the years, and I'll see you guys next time. I hope you enjoyed the video today. If you did, make sure to give it a like, and if you'd like to see more content from us, you can subscribe right here. And as always, if you need any help repairing your watch, the link to our website is right here. Thanks again for watching, and I'll see you next time.